Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and I'm super excited to bring you guys an OG hairdresser who has pivoted in her business and is now helping service-based business providers like us find more soulmate clients that feel authentic to them and really just in alignment with where you guys want to be. And if this isn't the epitome of what I've been hearing from you guys on the back end through coaching is I really want to work with clients that feel good. Like I want the energy exchange to match what I want to be showing up with at the salon. Um, and so Lindsay is here to kind of talk us through ways to find those type of clients, um, through her little secret sauce, which is the human design. So, uh, Lindsay and I found each other on social media, so we couldn't wait to jam out. And I'm like, can we wait to do this on a podcast? And she was like, yes. And then here we are. So, uh, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jessica. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So talk to us. So you were a former hairdresser for what, over 10 years, right? So talk to us about how you got started in our amazing industry and then what led you to do what you're doing now. Yeah. Thank you for asking. So I, I kind of fell into hair. Uh, I graduated early and I was like, what do I do with my life? And someone said, I think you'd be a good, a good hairstylist. So I was actually a hair model for DJ Muldoon at a Paul Mitchell uh, salon, and I loved how he taught. So I saved up a bunch of money, got accepted to Paul Mitchell in Costa Mesa and moved from Tulsa, Oklahoma to Costa Mesa, California. I didn't know anyone and started my career. So you were, you grew, you grew local with us here in San Diego. Cause for those of you listening, I'm in San Diego as well. And fun fact. So DJ's dad, Michael was one of the top stylists at Robert Cromings when I graduated beauty school and started assisting. So I got to assist DJ's dad, uh, Michael Muldoon, who is an epic teacher as well. So watching DJ come in, he was the one who actually brought structure into our education program at Robert Cromings back in the day. So before we had good education, but DJ was trained, you know, his back end is Tony and guy or like like all of the, you know, big wigs, Sassoon. So he, he really brought a lot of structure. And so knowing that, like if you were his model and then you had just like the perfect direction from the beginning. So talk to us about your career and how that felt like being a hairdresser. It was, I, I mean, I loved, I loved doing hair. I just really realized that I fell in love with the business side more so than the actual doing of the hair. <laughs> so uh, I did hair in LA for a while and then I took a two year break. And in 2017, I moved to Austin, Texas, and I decided to do hair again and had to start from scratch. So ended up investing in myself. I took Thriver Society from Brett Siva and it was amazing. It, within a year, I tripled my income. I was only working three days a week behind the chair doing hair that I loved. And I started finding faster, easier, more efficient ways to do things and really wanted to share that with other hairstylists. And around the same time, I got into personal development. So I started meditating daily and loving myself. And I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, like, just love yourself and everything will be okay. And we all know it's way harder. Like it's easier said than done. Um, so I was thinking it was right before COVID happened. I was like, I want to be an educator or I want to open a salon and then COVID happened and I was like, mm, I don't want to do hair anymore. <laughs> I want to coach. I want to share everything that I've learned. And around that time, 
I discovered human design. And for those of you who are listening and you're like, what the heck is that? Human design is all about energy. And it's like an energetic, it's an energetic blueprint. And it's like an operation manual for your mind and your body. So I thought it was a personality test. I took it and it said, you're a manifesting generator. And I said, Ooh, that's cool. And I started applying what I learned and really quickly, I noticed transformation and it, I just became obsessed and it's like everyone who knows, I talk about human design all the time to anyone who will listen. And one of the biggest things that's helped me with is I thought I was a weirdo my whole life. And human design is like, yeah, girl, you're a weirdo. And that's how you're designed. And those aha moments of, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. This is how I'm designed. That's what I live for. Mm. God, can can we just sit with that for like one second? Because I feel like our industry attracts more people to it that feel like they didn't fit into the social norm of just go to college and just go get that job. And so a lot of us fell into, I think, the industry because we felt like we didn't fit in anywhere else, which could equal, I feel like a weirdo, or I feel like that doesn't feel right to me. So what's wrong with me? Why don't I want that corporate, you know, safe nine to five job? And it's not that, you know, we couldn't do anything else because many hairdressers I know are very smart, creative, could probably excel at any career that they chose, hardworking, um, all of all of the above. But when we can't explain what's going on in here in our head I'm pointing to my head like and what's in here if they're not connected if you're just doing the thing which is what you did like you fell into hairdressing you were probably really good at it you had good instructors you're like I'm awesome this is good I found my place like I'll never forget when I walked in Robert Crummings and I looked around and I'm like oh my god they're a bunch of rock star weirdos like I'm home like they're all just so themselves and they just owned it And that's something I talk about all the time from the very start of my career. I was like, I found a place where I could be myself. If one week I wanted to be this way, if one week I wanted to present myself that way, if I wanted to change my whole look and have purple hair the next week, like you can do that in this industry and in corporate, like you really not all the time can. So I love that you found something that connected you back to like bringing purpose into what you were putting out there, because I think a lot of people are searching for a career or a person or a family to give them purpose in life, to give them like something to be passionate about. And I think once we realize just who we are is our purpose and how to work with that, like that unlocks the magic. So talk to us about how, once you discovered human design, because this is really what we wanted to bring you guys in conversation um, today was how you can use learning about this as a way to really like find that fulfillment and that peace and that happiness and to use your strengths know your weaknesses, but also use the strengths and gifts that you've been given to excel in whatever areas you choose. So talk to Mm. us about how that shifted it for you. Like, so when you figured out, Hey, I'm a weirdo and I'm meant to be like this, nothing's wrong with me. Like, where did you start to see some shifts once you had that like aha moment? Oh, where do I even begin? I think the, so I always say uh, whenever you're on a personal development journey, you're turning the spotlight inward. And you're shining it into all of the deep, dark corners of who you are to reveal. We all put on these layers 
I am who I think you think I should be. And I have been living in grayscale my whole life because I was doing all the things I thought other people wanted me to do, or I can't show this part of myself because that's too weird. Um, And so I was living for other people and it sucked. And I love how you, you put it. It's like just being you is your life purpose. And that is super amazing. So it really started inward. I I started to trust myself and my body and I started to see the superpowers that I had that I didn't necessarily realize were superpowers and it helped my relationships. My, um, once I understood my family's human design, my, my dad and I, I haven't seen him in seven years and I thought that I would never talk to him again. And learning his human design helped me forgive him. It helped me open up communication with him again. Uh, Probably would have never done that had I not learned about human design. And it's helped me pivot my business a bunch of times. (laughs) It's it's my go-to. Like it's every day I'm learning something new. And this it's a it's all about experimentation. Really, it's not a belief system. Uh, It combines ancient modalities of astrology. Kabbalah, I Ching, and the chakra system. And it's just letting you know where you transmit and receive energy. And then you've got to apply what you learn and contemplate what you learn. And it's actually a really beautiful balance of masculine and feminine energy. So there's a ton of layers that go into it. But at the end of the day, there's really only three things that everyone should know about their human design. I'm totally happy to talk about that if you want. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just like foaming at the mouth, like tell me all the things. And I've dug, I've dug into it a little bit. And I like you and I had talked about prior to recording today. Um, I took this like there's a test or there's like a things that you fill out and chart and all that. I took it a while ago when I was in a much different place in my life. And um, I think along the lines of you saying, I put out what I think people want you to like see. I think I answered it from a place of like what I should say versus like, you know, what I really felt at the time. Um, And that's something that personal developments helped me unlock. Like, what, how are you really feeling about that? How can you really answer those questions so you can get to know yourself even more? And I literally had a moment was it yesterday, day before, where I was in conversation with my son's dad around like healing the past stuff that we've gone through. And I literally looked at him and I was like, I don't want to do any more work. I don't want to work on myself anymore. I'm done. I was like laugh crying. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm over this awareness. I hate being aware. I want to live in a bubble and not even know shit. And he was just like, oh my gosh. But it was just like one of those moments where when you start down the journey of personal development for me was about seven years ago. It is, it's unlocking all these layers and getting, like you said, with the flashlight, that's such a good way to describe it. It's like, and and the flashlight moments happen for me, those dark crevices and corners get illuminated when I'm get triggered, when an incident happens, when you thought you worked through something and you're like, (laughs) there you are again. And then the awareness part where I was just crying yesterday saying, I wish I wasn't aware is when you recognize that happening. And you're like, now I have to take responsibility to do something about how I'm behaving, how it's affecting me, the thoughts I'm thinking around the thing and all of that. And it's like, man, this shit's exhausting sometimes, but thank God for it. Cause like you, it's helped me pivot my business and shift and move through life as things happen. And I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So yes, please talk to us about the three things that can help us unlock more of this. 
Well, first, I want to thank you for sharing that. And I, I always tell, I've had the worst year of my entire life. Same. Like, it has been so freaking rough. I've like been on the ground, bawling my eyes out and screaming and like just in grief and just like, oh, my, what the hell is even happening? It's felt like my whole body is being like ripped apart. And I think these are the things that people don't personal development. It's rough. Healing is rough. It doesn't feel good when you're in it, but Oh God, when you're on the other side, it feels so good and it's so worth it. And there's, it's always a spiral. Like just when you're like, Oh yeah, I'm enlightened. I just, I I got it all done. It's like, no, boom, here we go. Next lesson. It just gets a little easier. (laughs) My favorite meme the other day, it said, when you ask God for a sign or spirit or universe or whatever, and you're like, no, not that sign. I need a signier sign. Like I'm like, that's me. That's me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So talk us through that. So going back to human design with, wait, talking through healing or human no, design? Yeah, no, we'll be, okay. we do that. <laughs> right. we'll, have to, we'll have to start our own side podcast, Lindsay, of talking about that kind of shit. Oh my God. goes deep. But, um, okay. So human design there, first of all, when this is, it's not a personality test. So you just put in your birthday and you get your chart and that's who you are. Your chart never changes. Um, that's the cool thing about it. Cause I've taken like Myers-Briggs and I was like one type one, one year and then the next type the next year. So, so maybe that's, that's cool what I was thing. confusing this with. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. I did. Take, okay. So you're right. Okay. Sorry. It's just based off of your birthday and the time you were born. Yeah, which is cool because I thought it was a personality test, but it's not. Um, It's literally your energetic blueprint. And I've read hundreds and hundreds of charts. And I actually met a girl who were almost were almost identical in our energetic blueprint, but we like everyone's different. And that's why I love human design because it believes in diversity and in a world that does not believe in diversity generally. Um, that's why I love human design because it's like you're different and that's how you're designed. And that's who you are. So you can, uh, you can Google human design chart and there's a ton of different generator uh, chart generators out there. And when you pull up your chart, uh, you might say, what the hell am I even looking at? That's what I said. And it's a lot of weird terminology. It looks weird. There's like a graph with shapes and numbers and lines. At the end of the day, all you need to know is your type, which is your energetic aura. And there's five different types in the world. And each type has a strategy. And the strategy is how you put your body into cruise control. It's how you trust your body. So human design believes that our body is the vehicle and who we are, we're the soul who is inhabiting the vehicle. And if you just let the vehicle do its thing, it's much easier. Mm -hmm. So your strategy helps you let the vehicle do its thing. And then your authority is your decision-making mechanism. And I don't know about you, but I have not been confident with making decisions. Like, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? And weighing the pro, we're taught to weigh the pros and the cons and to use our minds. And that's a great resource. But at the end of the day, it's about tapping into this all intelligent vehicle that we're living in to know what's energetically right for us. And so those are the main three things. And you can Google all of that stuff. You can totally find it. You can connect with me. I'm happy to share resources or give you some insight. But um, the, the t- I can break down the types pretty quickly if you want to do that. Yeah. 
because I, I think a lot of us have seen the memes or the, or the, you know, you may follow anybody in the coaching industry that does talk about human design and they'll post things and you'll see the manifesting generator. You see, there's a bunch of, those are the five different things you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, like you hear the terms and I'm like, I would just assume I'm a manifesting generator. Like the, the term itself, I'm like, sounds like a boss. Sounds like this. <laughs> like before I even like look into things and then it's like, um, I know a lot of people probably think there may be one thing, but don't know. So yeah, talk us through those five different ones. And then as you guys are listening, when you get a second, like she said, just Google, put in your birthday um, and, and see what comes up for you and then read into your particular one. So you can start to unlock and discover and get some like aha moments of like, oh my God, that totally is me. Or that doesn't sound like me. Maybe I should lean into that more and figure out if there's a part of that, that is me that I've pushed down and aren't bringing to the surface or I've ignored or whatever. Mm, that's a, an amazing point. Cause I have taken a cup or taught a couple workshops and people are like, well, that's not me. That's not me. And it's, it, that's a beautiful point because you may have been living in your not self this whole time. And we're all taught to live basically as the most rare, one of the most rarest types. And we're not that type. So when you understand how your energy works, it makes a huge difference, especially behind the chair or whatever. If you're a service-based provider, if you're touching people, you're sharing their energy. And so this system, first you learn about your own energy and then you learn about the energy of the people around you. So the um, there's five types. And the first type I talk about, I like to share as if they were all building a town. So the manifester is the first type and they're only 8% of the population. And they're the idea people, the visionaries, the fire starters, the, the pioneers, they're here to impact other people. And they, they're here to be the idea people, but to let uh, their team or other people actually do the work to actualize those ideas. And then the uh, next type is the projector. And the projector is 20% of the population. And if all the types are building a town, they're like the architect. So they're also in that visionary sort of leader uh, category. And they can see from this bird's eye view from point A to Z. And their whole entire life, they've been studying other people. And they're really here to lead and guide the generator types, which are 70% of the population. And the generator types are combined are, are split up into two different categories. So we have the pure generator, which is like the slow and steady builder, if all the types are building a town. And they are here for mastery. Generators are here for perfection. They're running the marathon race of life, going from point A to B and B to C. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean a linear path, but you're slowly building upon whatever it is that you're here to master. And you're always going to have enough energy to do whatever it is that lights you up. And being a generator type, we need help with big picture planning. So that's where having a projector in your life to help you see that big picture uh, can be really beneficial. And the next type is the manifesting generator, which is a hybrid of the manifester and the generator. At the end of the day, though, if you're a manigen, as I like to call um, us, that's what I am, you're a generator type. So 
the manifesting generator is 35% of the population and they're the fast and efficient builders. So while the generator is going from point A to B, B to C, we're sprinting and then we rest and sprint and then rest. So we all get there at the same time, but it's just in different ways. Um, manifesting generators find the fastest, easiest, most efficient ways to do things. And we have to give ourselves grace to pivot when we're over something. I cannot tell you how many times I've pivoted in my business. Um, we also need help with that big picture planning. So having a coach or a projector around is going to be a really good idea. And then the last type is the most rare. And that is the reflector. And reflectors are only 1% of the population. And if you're listening and you're a reflector hairstylist, will you please DM me because I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking to connect with reflector hairstylists uh, in particular, but reflectors are like a cosmic mirror. And if all the types are building a town, they're the interior designer. So your environment is really important. Your home is very important. The people you're with because you're reflecting their energy back to them. So if you're not happy, it means the people around you aren't happy. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel good with where you live, then you need to move somewhere else because your environment is really important for you. Um, and reflectors are lunar beings. They're such magic. I've, I've met a handful of reflectors in my life and they're just such magical beings, but you're different. I, I went, I taught at a, a Veda school one time and I had all the students raise their hands. And when we got to reflector, I looked at, I was like, oh my gosh, is there a reflector here? And she raised her hand and she looked around the room and there was no one else with her hand raised. And I looked straight at her and I was like, you're different from the entire population. And that's how you're designed. And she came up to me and she was crying and she was like, I've like, I needed to hear that. Like, I thought I was so weird my whole life and I didn't understand it. And now I do. And so that's the power of this tool. And just one, one moment can change your life. And it's just so beautiful to see and to be able to facilitate that. That's amazing. I think anytime we understand ourselves better, like that's why I think I'm so obsessed with Oprah and why millions of other people are is because Oprah has spent her whole adult life and every single means that she has understanding herself and and going levels deeper to like who she is, where she came from, how the trauma in her life affected her and how it played a role in like the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's like, you know, Oprah's like a perfect example to me of watching somebody who had seemingly everything self-sabotage with weight, with like career, like, like all of the stuff. So it's like, and she listening to her now and her wisdom, she interviews all these amazing people who talk about so many different ways, but like we can be taught how to like Deepak and all, like all of the, the great thinkers of like, your thoughts are not your, but like, if you understand who you are, like, this is the greatest gift you can give yourself. Like that girl came up to you crying being like, I never understood why. And now I get it. Like from that point forward, that may be the one thing she needed to hear from somebody she didn't know who wasn't trying to quote, make her feel better because she was different or make her feel bad because she was different or try to get her to conform. Like that's just wild. I love that. So this is strictly based just off of your birthday. 
So it uses astrology to just like a birth chart. So you have your astrology birth chart and then whatever the planets were doing at the time of your birth, they overlay these other modalities. So they overlay Kabbalah, uh, the I Ching, the chakra system, and that's how they come up with your personalized chart. And it's funny because Oprah is a generator and the way that you described her, she's slowly building to her mastery. She's going from point A to B, B to C, and she's following the things that light her up. And generator types are here to know themselves. And so it's just so cool that you just said who she is without even knowing. Well, and what's funny, because I'd like to always just take notes, because I always learn from my guests as well. And it's like, I'm so in the interview that sometimes I forget. So I like make myself notes just to go back. But you said generators are like perfectionists. And if that doesn't describe Oprah, I don't know what does, right? Like, and so many of us are recovering perfectionists. I've got my hand raised right now. So I must be <laughs> in the generator one. Um, tons of energy. And then like the slow and steady thing, like, but also the manifesting generator, when you said something about sprinting and resting, it's like, I think we can probably find ourselves in all of the categories, right? There's a little bit of everything for everybody, but it's like, which one are you closest to, you know, when, whatever it says that you are like dive into the things that it says about you, because let's just say, for instance, you're the 20% and you're a projector, visionary leader. Um, you might never have thought of yourself as the leader. Maybe your parents were something else and told you to be quiet and don't over talk and children should be seen, not heard. Like didn't even have a mom like me, like, where you had to fight to be the leader that maybe you, you've always wanted to be, but like you didn't think you were. So it's like, there's, that's what's so beautiful about like personal development and why I started having these conversations for Beauty Inspires Beauty is because these are conversations we don't always talk about. Like, it's like, you end up where you are and it's like, for someone like me, I had a pretty good childhood. I got a pretty good job. I make pretty good money. I got a pretty good life. My son's healthy. Like, you should be pretty happy with what you have. Like almost told, like, why do you do the things that you do? Like, why do you put so much on your plate? Or people make comments to me, like, you always seem so busy. Like, oh, there's Jess again, just doing another thing. And it's like, almost like it's a negative, like stay in your boxes, like the undertone. I always feel like I'm getting. And like, to be able to better understand why I operate like that, it's literally in, in your human design. So you can stop fighting the reasons why you do things and just become more accepting of that. So can we pull up mine and see what, what I end up being, or did you already? Yeah, totally. Um, told you my birth time though. Is that what, do you need that as well? Yeah, I would need your birthday and your birth time and where you were born. Well, I know, I know, I know my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) February 27th, 1981. I am 40 years old. I was born in San Diego and so what is this like a special website you use or um, can other people know what you're doing right now? I personally use geneticmatrix.com um, and that's my favorite go-to, but there's also Jovian Archives, My Body Graph. There's a bunch of other sites, okay. um, but whenever I'm doing coaching, uh, I use Genetic Matrix. So you said February 27th, 81? Yes. Okay. And then did you know your time of birth or? Yeah, 503 is what my mom thought. PM. PM. Okay. And you know what's so funny is I have a girl I worked, I used to work with and we called each other twins because we had the exact same birthday. I don't know what time she was born, but we are, we are similar ish, 
but I would say personality wise, we are not. So I'm so curious, like the difference of a time would make, um, time makes a huge difference because the, it's like what most, okay. So most of the time it doesn't make that much of a difference, but sometimes it makes a huge difference if that makes sense. Cause sometimes I can, I've had one girl who thought she was born in the AM, but she was actually born in the PM and she was like a completely different type. Um, so it does make a difference. That's why knowing your birth time is super, super important, but if you don't know it, you can still run your chart. So I typically will tell people to, um, put in 12 PM and see what it says and then run it again at like 6 AM and 6 PM and see what changes. So you're really only looking to see if the type has changed or um, the authority, like those three main things that I talked about, that's what you really want to pay attention to um, that changes. So it's pulling it up right now. Let me make sure I've got the. how, How powerful for parents to pull this up for their children, because if we can understand the level of which our child is trying to communicate through actions or like, my son, for instance, he, he gets in trouble for talking in class. He gets in trouble for disrupting, but not in like a mean or bad way. Like he wants to answer for other kids. He wants to talk. He wants the attention. And I've, you know, being an uneducated in this department, I'm like, oh, he's an only child. Like, of course he wants attention. This is a social time. And it's like trying to put him in a box. Like I've tried to tell him, listen, your dad and I both have jobs where we talk to people all day. We stand up all day. We're moving, we're creative. And you don't, you're not going to have to sit at a desk for eight hours for the rest of your life. If you, if this doesn't fit your mold. Right. But it's like being able to explain to children, Hey, that's okay. That, you know, you're this, that, whatever, like let's channel it some other way. My gosh, like I'm already thinking of how I'm going to type his in and see what he is. It's so funny you say that Jessica, because the, this system was created with kids in mind. Wow. Okay. So it first, the parent learns about their own energy and then they learn about their kids and kids, I mean, kids have an open subconscious mind up until like seven 11. And they're really, if you can teach them their strategy and authority, that's the main thing I share with moms. I love doing family charts where the mom's on the call and the whole family can be on the call, but generally it's just the mom. And I go over their partners. I go over their chart first, then their partner's chart, then all their kids and how they all interact together. And it's really incredibly powerful. And I had one mom who I, she's an emotional being and her kids are not. Mm -hmm. And learning that I just gave her simple tools and she went to the grocery store later that like two hours later, she's like, Oh my God, Lindsay, this is like magic. I've never had my kids respond to me that way. And all I did was say, Hey, how are you feeling right now? And what do you need? And she was like, I need a hug. And so she gave her a child a hug and then they were fine. Diffused whatever was about to happen in the grocery store. Yeah. It's insane. That's what I mean. If we can understand how our behaviors and our responses to other people's behaviors trigger and work. Oh my God. Like everybody could be in healthy relationships or they could choose partners based off of, Oh, you're that. I know I can't get along with you. So I'm going to say no before we even meet for coffee. Right? (laughs) Like how many people probably fucking marry the wrong person? Like, can I see your birth chart, please? How about we only accept clients if they give us their birth date and their 
<laughs> your time you were born. It's so funny. So, okay. So I've had that happen before because I also do couples sessions. And when you know where you're different from your partner. So for instance, like you, I just pulled up your chart and you're an emotional projector. So did you, did you resonate with the projector, the bird's eye view and point like seeing from A to Z and being that like lighthouse? Yes. Cause the first thing you said about a projector was visionary ideas, leader, Um, study other people like my favorite thing to say is I've been studying people for 20 years as a hairdresser I said though I'm not licensed as a therapist I've been studying human behavior for 20 years I find it so fascinating I can almost predict like if a client says this this is how I need to respond in order to like diffuse or like with that's why when people talk about consultations like for hair sets I'm always like I lead the consultation like everything's stylist led, not client led. Like if you want to be in control of your business and get the answers that you need as a stylist, you have to learn to control the conversation. So yeah, lead and guide. Like that's the part where, but I'm also as a projector, I feel like, like I, I, je- I resonated with the tons of energy, but then also when you said they need to be on and then they need to be off on and then off. I'm like, I'm sure that's most people too, where they need a break. But so talk to me about what a projector, cause that's 20% of the people. So that's not a ton. No, it's so the projector, like you're here to lead and guide the generator types, which are 70% of the population. And it's, I literally tell projectors all the time, ever since you were a little kid, you've been studying people. So it's not been for the last 20 years, it's been for your whole entire life that you've been studying other people. And so you're really here, you just see the world and people in a different way. So you're, you're a really good space holder for people to tell you their problems. Mm. And part of being a projector when you were talking about um, how in childhood, like maybe you're, uh, so like as a projector, you're designed to be recognized and be in, you've got to be in the spotlight. You got to put yourself out there in order to be recognized. So I have a lot of projector clients who are like, I'm not getting the clients I want. I'm not getting the opportunities or I'm not getting the relationships. And I have them turn that spotlight inward and recognize yourself. How are you freaking amazing? How, like, what, what are you really, really good at? What do people come to you to ask you for advice on and really write all the things that you're really, really good at and then put yourself out there and start talking about them. Cause you gotta be in the spotlight as a kid. You should have been in the spotlight. You should have been around a ton of other kids. You should have been, uh, really pu- pushed to shine bright so that people can find you. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of being a projector. Interesting. And that's why, like, I feel like my whole career, people are like, when are you going to open a salon? You need to open your own salon, like go, go, go. And I'm like, you know, I, I get that. And there's always been something in me that was like, I always, I always thought I would be an actress or be famous or do something. And I kept thinking, well, I don't want to do that yet. Like I want to have a normal life first and then maybe I'll go do that. And then that's where the podcast like love came from because my favorite part about being a hairdresser is connecting with people. Obviously I love that people are happy and they like their hair when they leave. Like that's a given, but more often than not what I get out of it. And I think my clients too, which is why they stay with us. Like I'm a good hairdresser. I'm not the world's greatest, but like, it's the connection that you can have. And that's the most powerful part is, um, you know, learning to listen and hold space, like brings me so much joy. So you never really think as you're writing stuff down of what you're good at, like, 
how do you, before this coaching industry blew up and before po- the podcasts has started to blow up, it was like, how do you get paid to hold space? And it's basically like, you could label yourself as a therapist, now a mentor, now a coach, now a leader, like all of the things there is, um, terminology for us to like, put, put ourselves in that and say, this is what I do now. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool to hear. Well, and it's kind of, so on social media, like being, I'm sure the, the majority of your audience you're listening right now, you're probably a service-based provider and just what you said, the connection, like I forget the exact stats, but I think it's like 80% client clients stay with their service-based providers or hairstylists, 80% due to their personality and only 20% are probably less due to their skill set. Like we all know those people who their hair, they're, they're kind of like meh about their hair, but they love their hairstylist mm-hmm. and you're the heart of your business as a service-based provider. And so when you understand your energy and how you can magnetize that dream clientele or soulmate clientele, as I like to call it, you're just showing up in your energy and trusting that the right people are going to be drawn to you. And I believe that every hairstylist or service-based provider can and should be fully booked because there's enough clients out there for all of us. And we're we're all programmed. I believe that I'm programmed. Like my clients, they were destined to work with me. They were going to find me regardless because I was programmed to work with them and to connect with them. And so in a city, I live in Austin and there's like over a hundred people moving here a day. There's no reason why their stylists are slow unless they're not putting themselves out there to be seen and learning how to harness your energy. So that's a big part of what I do is the conscious business strategies and like making it easy instead of like, everybody needs a one-on-one session with you. Okay. You guys listen, Lindsay could probably talk about this for hours and we could go on and on for days. Um, but you are one of these five things. So um, tell us again, the two places where you find to do this test so people can get their, their one out of five. What do you call them? So the types, the energy types is what you're talking about. So we can find your energy type. And then I want you guys to reach out to Lindsay and I want you to tell her what your energy type is. And if you relate to what it says that you are and the struggles that you find with it in your business. So maybe she could help you unlock things to help you attract more clients that feel genuine to attract more relationships, friendships, um, make the partnerships and relationships you have now better because you can understand yourself and them better. Um, this seems like the key to listen, what I've been searching for, which is peace and happiness. Those two things. I feel like after the year we've had, a lot of people are awake to things that weren't serving them in their business and their life. And they let things go. Um, but I do also feel like we're back to, I got my air quotes up normal life again. So people are back to the like hustle and grind and, oh yeah, that wasn't working, but oh, well, I have to do this thing or I have to stay behind the chair. And while people like Brit Siva and a lot of those other amazing coaches are epic in helping you strategize with your business and like figure out the the things you need to know to get fully booked and to get busy. Like, trust me when I say you don't want to be fully booked with clients that don't fill up your cup because you will go into work every day, looking at that list of people and be like, Oh, it's fucking Susan again. Like you should be like, yes, I have an epic dick. And after 15 years of that, I finally, like, I finally stepped into the power of being like, I don't have to see her anymore. She doesn't make me feel good. And like, now when I get a new client in, I ask them like several questions, 
who sent you? Where did you come from? Like, do I want to do your hair? And Mm. there's so much power in only seeing guests in your chair that really make you feel good. Like gone are the days, like Lindsay said, there's so many people out there um, that you have to say yes to people that don't feel energetically aligned with you. Like, because when I say, if you are faking it till you make it by taking clients that don't fill you up, you will only last so long in this industry. And I feel like that's why people start in this career and then think this isn't what I thought it was going to be because you didn't have the boundaries around making sure that you're showing up as your authentic self to then attract the clients that really will resonate with you. And I think that's the beautiful thing. Don't you think Lindsay about social media and it really being able to be a platform where we can portray who we really are and what we're really into. And when you guys can just crack that open and share just enough that potential clients or, you know, salons can see who you really are. Um, that's when you'll kind of morph and align with the people you're meant to be around. And, you know, as you grow and shift in this industry where you start, it's not always where you're going to end up. So give yourself that grace. Like Lindsay was saying for herself to pivot. Um, I had to do that. I've still been stuck in the, I have to stay behind the chair mentality because, oh my God, my clients are going to, where are they going to go? Right. It's like staying in that boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. Like, where is he going to go? He's never going to beat anybody as good as me. Now nah, they always do <laughs> that, especially if they're fucking codependent, just like clients. If they codependent on seeing you every two weeks to dump on you or every six weeks to fucking tell you deep, dark secrets that they're not supposed to be. If that doesn't feel energetically aligned anymore, like be okay with exploring new things. Like Lindsay got into coaching. I got into coaching. Um, I got into doing the podcast. I sold my salon. Like where you start isn't always where you're going to end up. So I think understanding yourself better with this, I am going to book a session with Lindsay. I'm going to figure out my son's um, chart and type so I can better parent and understand what he needs because I only wish that my parents would have had these tools Mm. so that, like you said, maybe the light could have been, who knows, you know what I mean? But giving yourself the best opportunity to, grow and thrive and enjoy the journey of being in this industry makes it all the better. I think there's not a better industry to be in. Um, as much as I want to move more into the coaching, I will forever cherish my time and being around people who are in our industry. That's why you still coach to us because Mm -hmm. it's such a fucking awesome industry. Um, so wherever you guys are at in your career, I think taking the time to pause and find out more about yourself and talk with Lindsay, um, is amazing. And if you do nothing else, at least look up your chart, tell us what you are and share with us so we can start conversation over in my Facebook group. I think Lindsay has a group you can join and hang out and chat with too. Um, but I feel like has, has knowing this Lindsay given you more confidence just as like a person in like how you show up? Oh my God. 100%. I, I don't know if I would have been, would be here talking to you right now had I not known my human design, like I, I am a completely different person than I was. And it's not all like human design is a tool, right? And like most everyone, even the most logical people on earth, they're like, whoa, because I like, I know you without knowing you. Like I could, t- I could probably point out five things on your chart that right now that you'd be like, what, how did you know that about me? And so I'm just telling you about you. I'm not telling you anything new necessarily is just giving you a new perspective of who you are. Um, so 
regardless of what tool you use, like just turn that spotlight inward. Meditation, inner child work and human design have been pivotal in my life. And so 100%, like more confidence, more, more um, soulmate clients, more better relationships, ease, ease and flow and just like living life to the fullest. Cause like you said, at one point, there was one point where I, I was making more money than I ever made. I had the man, I had the car, I had the place, but I still didn't feel happy or loved. And if you're listening and you can relate to that, it means you got to turn that spotlight inward, regardless of what modality you use and start really understanding yourself on a deeper level. Lindsay, listen, okay. The bird, the cat's out of the bag. I haven't announced this yet. Cause I actually haven't signed the lease yet. But I have the lease in my e in my email. I am opening a space in San Diego where I'm going to be hosting and holding workshops for people like you to come in and teach and mentor and coach our industry into learning more about themselves and becoming the best version of themselves that they can. It's in the same place where I have my salon that I just sold. One of the loft spaces opened up and I went on a limb. I had this intuitive feeling like the lady was showing the property. And one day I was like, that has to be my space. I have to create in this space and bring awareness to people. And I want to have people like you come in and teach. And by the way, I'm going to be in Austin on Monday. What are you doing Monday? You want to grab coffee? (laughs) (laughs) I would, but I'm out of town. (laughs) It's my friend's 40th birthday. We're flying out Monday. We'll be there till Wednesday, but. Oh, Austin's amazing. I know I've been there one time. I can't wait to go back, but it's, it's things like this that I feel like if you guys are just like starting to become aware of like, you know, personal development and what that truly looks like and means. And if you've heard obviously the word meditation, but you've never really worked for you. Like there's so many different ways to meditate and to Mm. tap inward. So please, again, figure out what you guys are, find out what your type is, tag us, tell us if you had any aha moments or takeaways from today's episode. I love hearing from you guys. If you have other Epic people who can pour light into the podcast, we can share with you, please send them my way. Um, Lindsay, I love you. I hope that we can book a session um, very soon. Send me your link because I want to book one ASAP. Um, I think I need to know more about how I'm a projector and what that looks like. I feel like, you know, I'm 40, it's time to like unlock some more magic. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. So do you have any words of wisdom or anything you want to leave our, our guests with in regards to what you were talking about? First of all, give yourself grace. This is a weird system, weird terminology, like an alien language. All you have to really know is your type, strategy, and authority. And it's all about experimentation. Take what resonates with you, leave the rest, and run with it and actually apply it to your life. That's where the magic happens. Oh my God. If you're not the definition of what this podcast stands for, I don't know. Like, if you guys didn't know, the beauty inspires beauty came from, I have a quote on my wall. I'm, I'm recording in my house today. And the word beauty, it's like, it's the B U that's lightened out of all of it. And it's just more ways to connect to who you really are and how to show up as your true authentic self, because it's in the power of that, that everything else I feel like falls into place. Not that Ooh, snaps for that. Snaps for that. I love it. <laughs> okay. We need to have a follow-up um, call because we got to find you some reflector. So if you were a reflector after taking this test, please reach out to Lindsay. If we could have you on her podcast or my path, I want to listen in and just hear more about these different types because Um, it's interesting. I feel like in each group of friendships, you probably have like one of each because I feel like those pods like kind of roll together. Like everyone plays a different role. Um, so you guys explore this and if you love this, please let us know. And we will see you guys on the next episode of the beauty inspires beauty podcast.
Thank you. Thank you.